This is Haldeberg FM 93.6. It's another Thursday, another opportunity for us to get money-wise with Wes. And he's got an interesting one for us this morning. I just chatted to him about it. It's something that I always wanted to know more about. So the South African Reserve Bank, I understand, met last week and they decided to keep the repo rate the same or unchanged. Why did they do this and not reduce it? And what is the impact for you and me? First of all, good morning, Wes. Let me just say that. Yeah, great to see you. Um, yeah, this one I thought was just a topical uh, point of conversation because this has just happened and a lot of people, they kind of know the terminology, they've heard of the repo rate, but yeah. they're not always quite sure how it impacts them. So this is actually going to be a little bit of a like an economics background and a high level understanding of, yeah. of how these things work. But if I had to make it kind of as simple as possible, the Reserve Bank uses the repo rate to control inflation. That's what you must think. This rate controls inflation. And inflation is almost like the worst fear of the government and the Reserve Bank because South Africa's got a mainly poor population. So yeah. if our inflation is very high and our basic food stuff and petrol, those kind of things, necessities in life that we need to live, if they start to increase by too much, by more than inflation, so let's say 7 8%, which food inflation is at like 9%, mm-hmm. then our population gets poorer yeah. because the, what they're getting paid and their wage increases is not getting they're not getting raised every year at that nine percent it's only at maybe five or six percent so they have less and less money every year to to buy things and that's why it's so important for the reserve bank to try and keep inflation under control so they've got a an inflation target it's it's a band they kind of say we want inflation to sit somewhere in this band which is between three and six percent okay and as long as it's not over that then they're happy and now over COVID what the Reserve Bank did was they dropped that repo rate to the lowest that it's ever been Wow! because they wanted to give more people money in the bank um, and how that would have happened is they would have been spending less on interest payments um, and they would have had more money in their daily budget for food and these basic food stuffs because they were really worried about people losing their jobs and not having enough um, money but then as soon as kind of we went through COVID um, they put that repo rate back up by almost so they changed the rate by almost 4% so now all of a sudden wow. there's this massive extra expense in your budget and um, now at this last meeting inflation came in at 5% so that's well within that band but the point to remember here is that much of our inflation it's actually beyond the control of South Africa. So our inflation is quite dependent on the rand dollar exchange rate and it's quite dependent on the oil price. Now, no matter what we do in government, I mean, we can do some crazy things, but we often, we're too small of a nation to really affect the the oil price. And there's tons of things that happen in the world that South Africa is such a small part of. And 91 actually did such a great research piece where they said 95% of the value of the rand has nothing to do with South Africa. So only 5% of kind of the news out of South Africa affects the rand. And most of it is beyond our control. So... Because it is so unrelated to events in South Africa, we tend to have to follow what other countries do with their rates. Now, I'm going to explain it like this. If America 
increases their rate. South Africa is going to have to increase their rate as well. Now, the reason for this is because think of bank accounts. If there were two bank accounts with the same rate, you, you wouldn't matter where you put your money. But if mm-hmm. one, if you, if another bank account had a better rate, you'd move your money there. Yeah. So if America raises their repo rate, all of a sudden, if you're investing money there, you can earn more money there. People start to shift money out of rands into dollars. Now, what does that do? That weakens our exchange rate I and it kicks it. up inflation because if, if we can buy less with our rands when we import f- oil for petrol and all the food that we import, it becomes more expensive and that passes on to the consumer. That so it, it's very important what happens with these rates. And the basic trend is whatever our developed peers do like america and uk if they increase rates we are almost forced to do the same thing to make sure that we keep inflation under control that makes sense okay but but how does increasing the rate actually lower inflation and vice versa okay so one of the ways that the reserve bank in can respond to um kind of this increase repo rate it, it effectively sorry let me say that again when they increase the repo rate, mm-hmm. it effectively makes it more expensive for us to borrow money. So think of everyone that has got a, a bond, a, a home loan, which okay. is the majority of the population in South Africa yes. is borrowing money from the bank for things like purchasing a house or a vehicle. Oh. Now, every time the rate goes up, you your debit order is going to increase. So it's like you've taken a hit in your salary because you haven't bought anything extra. You, you, you've lived this month exactly the same as last month. You've spent the same amount on food and entertainment and all those things but one of those things is more now one of those things is more you've had an extra call it a thousand rand in your budget that you're paying towards interest not something you Ah. can touch and feel and eat so if they increase the rate you've got less money available to spend and because you've got less money available to spend on all your other things you you, maybe a coffee that you would have bought or ice cream or dstv you no longer buy that thing that causes the demand for those things to decrease and so our market forces actually those prices should come down because no one's buying them so that is how the reserve bank tries to control inflation and vice versa if they reduce the rate and you know all of a sudden you've got a little bit of extra money in your bank account you can now go and buy things that you normally wouldn't have bought and now that increases the demand for those things and can push the price up so that's kind of the basics of of how like the how the repo rate actually controls inflation Okay, thanks for that explanation. It makes a lot of sense now that things would then um, in turn happen to be that way, it would affect prices that way. So what would we need to know, uh, what we need to know is that with the rate going up, we will pay more money towards any of our debts or our debts. Is there any way to work out the magnitude or the size of the extra debt? Yeah, so, so, I mean, if we look at a, a home loan, for example, for every million rand that you've got in a bond on your house, an extra half a percent, if the Reserve Bank increases the repo rate by, let's say, a half a percent, that's going to work out at about 400 rand a month extra that you pay. So, but now, let's say you've got a bond of five million on your house. That means it's an extra two thousand. So now you all of a sudden there's two thousand rand less in your bank account on the first wow. of every month when your debit order goes off, and. You know, it might sound on a million rand, 400, oh, like I can absorb that. It's, it's not too bad. But if we go back to what I was saying earlier, over COVID, when we were through COVID and the Reserve Bank all of a sudden picked up rates by 4%, now it's 
a half a percent was 400 rand. So 4% is eight times that. It's it's all of a sudden 4,000 rand that's on a million. A lot. So on a, on a 5 million bond, that's 20 grand. In the space of like six months, all of a sudden you're paying 20,000 more than you were. Um, and that's how it can become the significant kind of like item in your budget um, where you, we've just got exactly. less cash. So, but does it work with the economy? I mean, surely higher interest rates is not good for growing uh, the economy if people are spending less, of course. Exactly. So, that's the balance that the Reserve Bank is trying to walk. They're trying to make sure that inflation's under control, but at the same time, we've got to grow the economy. And so, if they keep on pushing rates up, they can't grow the economy. Um, So... You know, it's and it's vice versa. If they lower the reserve bank, if they lower the rates, we've got more money to spend. It grows the economy, but then you've got a danger of inflation getting out of control. True. So it's it's quite a balancing. It's a balancing act. act eh? And I know you were saying, you know, you've, you've read that um, some people vote for a cut and some people vote. Yeah. And that's exactly how it works. So there's okay. a committee of five guys. They get together. They hear a whole bunch of consensus five. around so it's five. Sorry, it's always five guys. There's five people on the Reserve Bank Committee and oh. they will vote. Okay. And, and some of them will say we want to cut. Some of them will say we want to hold. And it's the majority decision that wow. that'll, they'll go for. And they meet every two months. So they're constantly kind of looking at this data. And the consensus is... The feeling around the world. Remember, I said we tend to follow what happens yes. around the world, yes. and around the world, especially in the states, the feeling is that rates are going to start to come down because they're at historic highs. They're, they're at quite high levels, okay. especially in America, um, and the feeling is that from June onwards, we should America and the developer are going to start to hopefully cut rates, and as they cut rates, it gives us scope to also cut rates. Okay. So that's good news for everyone with yeah. debt and bonds. In that hopefully there's a there's a rosier future with a little bit more money coming back into our pockets. So because it's been so high, we've now reached kind of a tipping point where yes. it might just uh, decrease. Th- it's high, and they and the Reserve Bank feels like inflation is under control because we said that that band is three to six percent, and the data came in our last month at five percent. So they're feeling right, inflation's not spiking, it's not out of hand. We can live with inflation. So actually now we can start to walk that balancing act of, okay, let's see if we can grow the economy a little bit and let's start to cut rates. And this might be for for another show on another day, but I think that if it then gets um, decreased, as you say, and you've got that extra money to then maybe invest it or use it wisely. eh? Correct. Yes. Okay. For another day, for another show. (laughs) Wes, thank you so much. Cool. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Getting money-wise with Wes is a good um, time for me also to learn a bit more. Sometimes you just have a general idea, but the crux of it you don't really get. And you've really made it, um, you've brought it home for me. I can now understand how it would affect me every day. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Always a pleasure having Wes in studio for us to all get money-wise. This is Haldeberg FM 93.6. Good morning.